0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steeler's Touchdown Under. I'm Matty Peveril, joined us by my co-host as always. He's back with the throat-recovered Marky D, Marky Davison, mate. How you doing? Well, I'm feeling
1: fantastic. I had this like a bit of a head cold for three days. I feel fine. Uh, in that time, we got Accra Stadium. So I don't even know if I'm at the right place. Are we still called Steelers Touchdown Under on BTSC or have we changed as well? Well, acrishaw aren't sponsoring us
0: 10 million years so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh I would be so happy if they did that that'd be imagine if in the back of my room you had like an acrishaw like poster I was like sweet you no know what you
0: should you should ring them and get on the bandwagon <laughs> all like all right you know well let's quickly cover that off right because yeah. it's contentious you and I had a chat in the btsc slack about, like about it um you and I chatted like outside of that you and I have a rugby league team. I talked about this on the war room actually this week. We're a rugby league team that have had changed sponsorship like three or four times in the last decade around a stadium. No, none of the fans wanted them to even have a sponsored stadium. Obviously they need the sponsorship money. Like, and now we're in a situation where we all just still call it Brookie, like, which is short for Brookvale Oval, which was its traditional name. Like kind of like three rivers was for, for the stadium on three rivers. But like, I don't know. I just don't think it's a that big a deal. I think everyone's, I think it's no, nostalgia gone to like, you know, the next level. And I just don't, I don't think it matters. Call it whatever you like. Like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not a dictatorship.
1: I, I was pretty angry the first day, but I've moved on. Right? Why? I think, Why? Because, because it's 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 Heinz Field. It's been Heinz Field
0: for twenty-one years. Okay, but but all right. But who's stumping up? Do fans want to pay more for jerseys and tickets? They are literally playing what five times what Heinz, what Heinz were paying for the sponsorship. Like 150 million, like that that's new stands at the stadium. That's like no, I don't think, it, I don't think it's about that. I think it's altogether. about the money. Like, I just think overall
1: it's about that people have literally called that for 21 years and it's very hard to change. Like you imagine calling something your your I don't know, your son or, or a friend or or you know, a program. Like it'd be the same if we changed, if BTSC changed. It'd be very similar. Yeah. I mean, very, look, very look, similar.
0: I support Arsenal and English Premier League, and they were always hybrid because that's the area of the, the city that they were in, right? And then their new stadium was built basically by Emirates. It's called Emirates Stadium. It took a long but fans did the same thing. In fact, it was worse than what the backlash has been for this. And within six months, no one gave two cahoots about it. So, <laughs> like, well, that's I don't know. what I'm saying, I, like, I just... like, I
1: had, like, I think a lot of fans, and, and me included, I'm like, I was angry for one day and now I've moved on. It's fine. You yeah. Move on. That's what but I it's mean. funny I what you say said, about, just... like, with, um, you know, Brookvale over on the Manly Seagulls that we support. That, yeah. that is, is, isn't that technically like a, a normal park where people can walk through anyway?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, they kind of changed that now, but most well, back in the day it was right, it used to be yeah. a
1: park, right? So Correct. people always called that Brookvale Oval, and yeah, they had four or five names. And one of them was one I, I couldn't stand, it was um, to do a lotto, and I hate, I hate stuff like that. But oh, that I lotto think- land,
0: yeah, I didn't like that. I don't mind Four Pines Park, like It's a brewery, right? it
1: sounds all right, know. yeah. But like, I think with Hinesfield now. I just think I think we had a bit of right to be to be uh, give our opinion on it for that one day. If, if this is going to linger for years and years and years, and you're like two years on, you're still saying, oh, "I can't," I still there's a there's a petition out there as well. If it lingers on for ages, there's no point. But I I thought give it one day to be angry and then move on.
0: Yeah, I just I, I think the connections that this brings for the Steelers and on the business side of things is really good. And I mean, I would have liked don't get me wrong, I would have liked to see something like. Acreshaw Steelers stadium, right. Or, or something like that, you know, like, um, so I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to move on. Let's talk about exactly. like about does, That's
1: what I'm saying. It doesn't overly matter. Like it's like, once we have our opinion, we go, it sucked. And now you move on. And then in uh, a few months
0: time, we won't even care. We won't even care. Oh, someone will care. But also like, it's not like they've passed <laughs> Heinz aside. Like, you know, Heinz has said publicly they're working on something, um, you know, that with the Steelers. The Steelers have said they're working on something with them. They're saying that they might be able to keep, like, the Heinz bottles, um, you know, it'll all work out in the end. It won't change. 100%. Like, the, the sponsor's not going to win them the Super Bowl, but a sponsor paying more money that gives them more access to, like, training facilities off the field and stuff like that, that might make them money. Um, that might help them win. Yeah. Um, so cool. All right. Well, let's get into the topic of today's show, which is really around training camp. Uh, this is going to be a two part series. We'll do another show next week on similar thing with the defense next week. We're going to do offense today. Um, and so it was actually really funny because Sean Manahan. was early into the live chat today. Um, you know, he was, he was the first one there and he talks about some of the positions. And so he was right on the money of where we wanted to talk about today. Um, all right, Mark, I, I'm, Open how we want to, you know, talk about this. Do we want to? Just, you want to just name players? Do you <laughs> like? Is that? Is it by position group? How How do you want to rock and roll with this one?
1: Uh, I guess we can go position position group or whatever. But like, pretty much everyone needs to improve. I think the offense. If we're doing a part two next week for defense, I think this is more. Maybe there's more eyes on the offense. I think to see what's going to happen because it's it's totally new. It's really is the quarterback offensive line guys together. Mason Cole Daniels. Uh, even second year players coming in, uh, receivers needing to step up to oh,
0: the well, running back situation. Let's kick off with the player. Let's kick off with the player. Name a player and let's. let's uh, chat claypool. Are you serious? <laughs> claypool, I'm, I'm the biggest claypool hater on the internet. Do something,
1: stop doing yeah, TikToks so, and go and do something.
0: Yeah, so Chase Claypool's an interesting one. Like, I did this sh- on the one war room this week. You know how I talk about sometimes that AV statistic that pro football reference do and. You know, I did a show all about that this week for those that missed it. And it basically talked about how the Steelers have actually done really well in the first and second round of the draft, whether it's players they drafted or players they've brought in um, and and the AV that they have. And like Chase Claypool surprised me because he has an AV of 15 through two seasons. He had eight in his first, G seven in his second. Now, to put that in perspective, most first round wide receivers are like, are, are like a 5.9. So he's beaten that in the last two seasons. He was the 50th, 50th, well, 49th pick overall. our first pick of the 2020 NFL draft. Um, I know that there's attitude issues that have got to change, Um, but yeah, I, 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 there is room for him to improve his performance. And we all talk about high pointing the ball and what have you, but what do you, is there something you really want to see from Quake pool both in training camp and into the season um, that will help you know that he's, he, you know, he started to excel or he's made some improvement.
1: Look, I wish the guy, like, I wish him more. Like, I'm one of the biggest, biggest homers out there, right? But I just want to, I just don't think he is up the caliber of being a top receiver that he claims to be. That he wants to be a top three. Now, I understand. I'm, I'm I'm, grateful that he says, I want to be confident. We should all be confident, right? Anything yeah. you do, be confident in yourself. I'm not doubting that. What I'm doubting is, though, is his ability on the field sometimes too. The lack of effort yeah. sometimes in plays where Naji's running the football. And you can see him check out, and even to a certain degree, I saw it last year. I saw Deontay check out. They're not finishing the plays, not finishing the blocks. I don't see. I think his his uh, camaraderie with his teammates too. I didn't like how he did did something with with Trey and he fighting with Vinca. I just don't see where he really fits. To me, he's not a true stealer yet. I know a lot of people want to want to wish him the best and hope he hope he goes out there and wins, and I do too. But I just I I need to see something on the field where you're getting first downs and you're all about the team. And to me, I think Claypool is more about the brand than he is about the team, of, about football and about the team. That's what I think. And yes, I know we're in 2020 and we're growing the brand. Everyone's growing their brand these days on Instagram, social media. Uh, everyone's doing that stuff. However, you're in a different limelight. You're going out there, you're playing professional football. And I don't see, I don't see that you're, you're wanting to care for more about the Steelers than you are the brand. But on a side note too, Cameron Haywood just went and started a podcast and he starts, he starts speaking about this stuff as well. And he got asked the question, will will that affect my, you know, play on the field? And he said it doesn't, you know, they're all people that they they can't do football 24-7. But I really do think that Claypool is affected by this TikTok stuff. And I think he's trying to be, if it doesn't work out with football, which the NFL career is three or four years, then he's going to fall back onto onto the brand. That is his social media over 2 million subs or 3 million subs or, or followers on TikTok. So I think there's a but big different The thing different for
0: things. me that I like, I find funny about that too with Claypool, if that is the mindset, is like, you're not Juju, like Juju has something going for him in that like, there's a certain amount of community that are on the side with Juju. Juju has a whole um, business in the video game world that Claypool doesn't have. Like Claypool's not, he's not making the same thing. So he needs, he needs football more than football needs him, right? But, I think it's funny from a stat perspective because in the last two years, he's, his stats are actually crazily similar. And there are things that are good and there are things that are bad. So he was targeted 109 times in 2020, 105 times in 2021. He had 62 receptions in 2020, 59 in 2021, right? He had 873 yards in 2020, 860 in 2021. He had yards per reception of 14.1 in 2020, and then he had it of 14.6 in 2021. His receptions per game were 3.9 both years. His yards per game were 54.6 in 2020, 57.3 in 2021. And his catch percentage was 56.9 in 2020 and 56.2 in 2021. Now, all those numbers are pretty similar. I think the yards are a pretty good one. I think like a pretty good, you know, performance. I think touchdowns, he obviously needs to improve that. Receptions per game, he probably wants to be getting a bit more than 3.9, but he kind of has to, because that catch rate is below 60%, and certainly below 65%, which is kind of like the pass marks for a top wide receiver in this league. And you think about it, that's affecting his yardage. Like if Chase Claypool caught 10 more balls a year, right, and improved that stat range you know, to plus sixty, almost sixty five percent, he would be a plus one thousand yard receiver each year. Not hard.
1: Yeah, look, I'm I'm not doubting like also like you know he's NFL he's NFL star, NFL you know player, and he goes to the gym and does all that stuff right. I'm not really doubting that. I'm just doubting when I see the extra effort on the field. And exactly. I, I do think I do think there is a bit of him creating the brand, and he will always deny it. But he's he's publicly denying it every single time he goes on on a, on a podcast. So how yeah. is that not affecting you
0: on the field, right? Maybe I, had question, I had a question, yeah. like, if, if you, if, if let's say, and I, I'm not in the camp that thinks Deontay's worth plus 20 million, let's just say Deontay's worth $18 million, right? Let's just say, how much is Chase Claypool worth? Well, well I,
1: I don't know. I I, I I seriously don't know. He has to be less than Deontay. I think Deontay's a better player, even though he has exactly. more the drops. I think Deontay... But is it cool. half?
0: Like, is it when he's so close to a I, thousand yards? I, I don't put know. put this, this
1: way. But, I think Deontay looks like a football player and a wide receiver. I don't think overall Chase Claypool looks like a wide receiver. Correct. Yes, he's fast. Yes, he can run down the field. Yes, he's tall. But what else does he really do? Doesn't really break back with the Correct. football. He's not Correct. engaged in the game. If you go and watch, is it Terry McLaurin, him, how he runs routes? You go and watch uh, Devontae Adams, those dudes. They know how to play it. And even as a fan, I'm like, they understand the game. Chase just seems like a guy. That is playing the game, just do, like you said, football. Um, you know, he needs football, footballers need him. And this is the, you b- know the thing, though, big for season, me, him.
0: like, yeah. And, and do you know, this is the thing is like, do you remember when Chase Claypool was coming out in through the NFL and they were talking about because I don't hate the guy, but I agree with you. I think there's just he's got if, if put it this way if I had all his physical attributes and I had this stat line through one or two seasons. And you're now I'm going to get a quarterback like Trubisky or or Pickett that can throw the ball. You know, let's be, let's be honest. Ben, you know, was behind the eight ball there for the last couple of years. Like, if, if you don't go out and ball out this season, you, you're kidding yourself, like, with those physical attributes. But I want to go back to, remember when he was coming out and we first drafted him, at least, when he was on Steel fans' radars? And they talked about him kind of almost being a tight end And not being a Mm wide receiver right Mm -hmm. for me i kind of think mate move into like a um tight end sort of role like a um like a pits that was drafted in 2020 um you know move into that role and and be fine but the problem is is he doesn't catch those high balls right he doesn't go up there and fight for the football so he can't play that you know sort of um you know, receiving style. You know, Eric Ebron, but a much faster tight end role because he not, just doesn't he, do what needs to be he's done. Not to phys- get the, he's ball not there. physical enough
1: to play to Correct. play this game as a receiver. Exactly. You can see, you can see in every route he runs, he's consistently falling down. He doesn't know how to high point the ball. He doesn't know how to, to to track the ball into his body as well. or different. He doesn't know how to make certain catches on on the on the the routes you need to run like certain ways. It's almost like he's he's playing as that he's a five star caliber receiver. But he's probably a two. I, I just really don't see anything special about Claypool, and I look. I I, I want to see him something change. But I'm more excited for Pickens. I'm more excited for Austin, and I'm more excited for maybe Jonte coming back too than I am with uh, Claypool. But this is if it's make or break for him, holy dooly, man. This is this is a big point for his season. You you came out of, out of the gates, and then you, then you talked all the smack and said never losing that. You know he's too, way too smug. Uh, was was what he say? Never had a. Lo- uh, Losing season, never heard of her. All this stuff, and just he's consistently been in the bad P- PR. And you, I'm putting nothing on the field. At least when I was, you know, had my my thoughts about Juju. At Least Juju went out there and smacked someone and got first down and ran people over. 100%. Claypool doesn't do that. Claypool, like, if you ask any other any other uh, fan base or teams, do they even want Claypool to be a number two or a number one? I just don't see it. Now, I get a lot of hate. I think that should I
0: think that should hun the Chiefs. <laughs> at the end of the season and <laughs> yeah. trade Claypool for Juju.
1: <laughs> Ron says it here. Now it's a Claypool show, but it's true. Ron Schultz, no combat catch. I just really don't see and look, I'm not a coach, but from what I watch on TV, I don't, is he, is he a receiver? Like he is a receiver, but doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it when Deontay's going out there breaking the routes and AB's breaking routes and, uh, He's Bryan just was doing a big, fast matches. guy that
0: you chuck the football to <laughs> and hope for
1: the best. You know, like-, like I don't know, man. I, I just, I think he needs to improve the most, and that starts with checking into football. And look, you can have your life and do all, all that kind of stuff, but you do need to be number one. Priority is uh TikTok, and, and he even said it that makes him the big deals with with Nike and stuff like that. So I think he'd easily walk away as, as, as AB walked away from the Buccaneers, I think he'd easily walk away if it was this year and got cut and go, okay, that's what, that, that's what, that's what annoys me. Cause he'll walk away. He'd have his million, millions of TikTokers and nothing would phase him. Move on to the next thing. He doesn't really overly care about football. That's what I think.
0: Correct. Correct. He wouldn't be someone crying about it, not being Heinz field anymore. So we've got two <laughs> questions from the live chat. Brian Brown asks Marky D, is that a cable oh, nah. or koala milk you're drinking? No, nah, that's uh I didn't we don't do yeah, I
1: don't drink it was a uh, coffee, it's no like like a uh, warm coffee, I guess. But um, I realised I was drinking today and I was like, I think I have a coffee
0: every show. So every single show on YouTube you some shows I do. Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> Well, sometimes really I do when we're doing the pre-stuff. Um and we got a super chat from Sean Manahan, five dollars chip jar. Thanks so much, mate. He says if KG can't snap the ball, he won't even be a backup at center. If he can't keep up with Dotson hey. Daniels enough to be a backup, he might get out. There's another guy, another guy, KG, mate, another guy that's under the pump this this season, right? I, I think as well. I I how it. is he under the pump? All right, I'm. I'm not the, the PR machine for KG. He's. I played one year of his rookie contract. Still one though, year. If he loses that. Is that Justin that Lane, on that on that note, Justin Lane should have been cut straight away. Like well, he will be cut. Uh, Justin Lay will be cut this year. Well, He should be. He should have been cut two years in. But, but like, KG
1: is under the pump because because of this the this, this center position, and now he, he obviously might go to guard or whatever. But still, there's a lot of pressure for him too this year, right? You played him first, and the, a the lot first of teams starter.
0: would love to have KG as their inside guard backup, like inside you know offensive lineman backup. Yeah, but it does
1: doesn't... KG want to play? Does he want to play start, or is he happy to be to a backup role? Well,
0: see, I talked about this. I can't remember if it was a show we did together or another show that I did with someone else. It might have been on the Q and A, on the Sunday night Q and A. You know, when we rotate that around the team. But um, like, the reality is, he is going to play. There are going to be injuries on the on the offensive line. He will play. He will start five games this season. Like it or hate it. No, I I don't like. It doesn't bother me.
1: But it's like I'm saying, like with with the addition bringing in Mason Cole, it's certainly you know. Uh, it says to him, maybe he might have to play a different position or he won't be playing center, you know? So it's like the same scenario when you go in the quarterback room, when, when Mason Rudolph is meant to be backup and you bring in three quarterbacks, like
0: that's going to say something to you, doesn't it? And the same scenario, with Chase Claypool, you bring in two receivers. Well, Brian right, Brown were- says like KG might be backup guard. Uh, maybe he beats out Dotson. I mean, people have questioned Dotson's, you know, there's been question marks around Dotson's commitment and the training and what he wants to do. And if, you know, if Kendrick Green can do that, then all the, all the power to him. I mean, I I, I just – I think we need to temper our expectation. Like, the whole fan base hated – we've all got to remind ourselves, we hated Polamalu after one year. We hated Haywood after one year. Like, look at the difference. I'm just – I just think we need to be measured. It, look, what you, defense... you and I hate – hate. you know, do you think – put it this way. Is Gentry – realistically, we all are like Gentry and we think he's big and he can block and all the rest of it. But is Gentry better at tight end? Than Kendrick Green is at either center or guard, probably not. Probably. It's
1: probably not. The same. But it's also nah, it's he's way ahead, man. You no, know, it's also how it's also how the media kind of goes with it too, because the Pittsburgh media has made has made uh, gentry and Muth like buds, right? You know, like, yeah. like the Bash Bros. Like, I know, I'm just buds, so. a lot of
0: them fake news now. <laughs> like, I well, but that, that's, how they, like,
1: like, that's how they that's how they kind of spin it too with whoever they're um, you know interviewing as well. Like they they kind of make the, us put eyes on the, on those players. And um, like Gentry is just a big a big guy who can block and catch a few passes. But now, like from from a few shows ago, where we said all oh, having a bit of a laugh, but now because we have Muth and he will be second probably, and there's no Eric Ebron. So but I get yeah. what you're saying. Um, it, it is interesting just to see what' will happen with with KG, but I think even bringing in other players like that, it's going to put, look, it's competition. I can't wait. But the other thing too is can't like, wait.
0: and Sean Nutterham brings up a good point. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like go head to head here, but like in terms of small, like, yeah, people talk about the arm size, but everyone went on and on about, um, Linderbaum. You look at Linda measurements. He's not big. He's not bigger in a lot of his measurements than Kendrick green. Like, I, I just, I think we're, I think we're being a little bit harsh and that's all. I'm just, I'm well Steelers. even, even,
1: even still as Freak says here, Quaypool introduced his replacement in the draft. And 100
0: percent like, he did.
1: Yeah, that's what I love about it. Like, look, the, and that's why I think in, in Quaypool as well, saying he's the best, and any and I think he got he's got the bigger ego now because of those that first big season. But you're so easily replaceable that, that with Pickens
0: but, coming but in. And thing, it, right? he's more physical. What if what if Pickens balls out, right? Pickens balls out, Austin balls out. Najee balls, ball, you know, balls out. Mm-hmm. Freya Moose improves, catches a heat more TDs. You know, you might not need... I'm just saying if Claypool balls out, right, let's say his numbers are 1,200 yards, like eight touchdowns, duh, duh, duh. you can go get a vet wide receiver and you don't need to sign Deontay at 20 million. And then you go draft another top wide receiver in the first two rounds of the draft next year. You could do that if you wanted to do that. Right, and you like, a, then you got a whole new receiving core because
1: you don't know, like you don't know who Trubisky's going to throw to as well. Like I, I, I think he will throw the tight ends and use Najee more, but who's going to be his number, who's who's going to be his number one? Is Claypool going to be his number one?
0: Like his go-to line. guy? I, I think I, it's, I think look, that's what I'm saying. But if you've got Pickens and Claypool, let's say Claypool turns it on and Austin's your third, you don't need to sign Deontay Johnson. Mm.
1: Yeah, he may be on the you move know. too. The, the big chance that he may be on the move next year, and then Claypool the. I can't. I can't see
0: this. I can't see him not taking that money with the Steelers. Um, but this offers a path for Juju to come back. <laughs>
1: All right, imagine that. Get, get, <laughs> let's get,
0: let's get, <laughs> I told you. Oh, I'm 100 on. The train. I know. Imagine, imagine if we have that
1: Pittsburgh. If we had Juju and Pickens back to Pickens together, then that's a oh, That's a good man.
0: Life. Can you imagine?
1: Now that's a duo. Like Juju's is is a physical guy and know and knows how to play a receiver. Like you can see it throughout his career so far. I just don't see it with Claypool. So I think it could be in the next two years, Claypool and Deontay could be gone, and I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, because we find them anyway. We find the, the receivers in the draft like that. It's it's easy. It's easy for us. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know? Um. <laughs> all right. Well, is there another player on the list for all you right. that needs to you know excel at training? No, nah, let,
1: Let's just keep ragging at Claypool. No, I'm joking. Um, I can't one, believe we've no. done almost
0: half the show and we've talked about KG <laughs> and play play.
1: Another player. Well, where do we? Yeah, okay. You know who needs to excel, and and it's Benny Snell. Benny excel. Oh, Perfect. awesome! You took it one. has to be. Perfect. Perfect. It has to be. No, yeah. it, there's there's, yeah, no, there's no other point at, at this moment in time. Yeah. That like, well, yeah. if you don't go out there and do something, yeah. and when I say that, I say that lightly.
0: Now he didn't so even a have a hundred yards last
1: year. No, he didn't. <laughs> they, I think the two running backs had 103 together.
0: Uh, or something mate, like he that. Could done, he could be done like after this eight, Like after his rookie deal. Uh, like some team will pick him up as a third depth piece, but then he could just bounce around practice squads. Like he <laughs> he, if he, mate, he if doesn't he even have a, a thousand team, yards in three years.
1: If he makes a team, right, and his second running back and Najee's going off and we're going to week four and the and the steelers are going pretty good and we're three and one, right? You know, something like that. We, you need to have a second running back, and you'd be thinking, Well, Snell, I think I might start sitting you, and he might be getting their old uh, Tom. I might be a hey, Snell, you've got an injured elbow. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. You do. yeah,
0: Agreed. a yeah. great, great. Like that but can I happen because they to bring in, I think they need to bring in a veteran. Like I did that on my roster prediction a couple of weeks ago on War Room. I, I exactly like mm-hmm. they need, and by veteran, it might be someone with a couple of years more experience only, not even 27, but like I, I just. They need yeah they they need something else in this room. Kathy
1: forward brings up here too. You must uh, ex- excel at something, maybe special teams, and that's very true. You can do that, but there are a lot of players out there that excel on special teams right. throughout the NFL. So I think I think for this team to have that second running back would be key for going into going through the season. If the Steelers are winning and it comes down to we need that extra help at that second running back, Snell, is, it's this is the time. Like we, I think we said it two years ago. Did we not? <laughs>
0: But but I like KT Smith talked about this with bad on him. We go to the Steelers show a couple of weeks back. And I do agree. If you get Benny Snell into a game and you, you manage Najee snaps and you rest Najee for a game or two, even if you have to down the stretch, if he's a bit banged up and there is a good, there's a better offensive, there's better offensive line play. That's more cohesive. I don't think Benny Snell can't not do it. I, I just, I've got to see, I've got to see more from him. He's not, he's not Najee Harris. He's not the first ranger up. He's not the number one running back on this roster. So whether he likes it or not, he's going to have to, he can't wait to play, to have like, you know, 10 rushing attempts before he starts doing anything. If he comes in, he's got to make plays, pure and simple. He's I just want to see him, him get 40 play.
1: yards a game, 50 yards a game would be great. You know, just, just yeah. that's a lot nice, easy stat line, go and get in a bit of rhythm, get some first yeah. downs, run over people, Um like a bit similar to Claypool, play football. It's what yeah. you're what you're paid to do as a running back. You're not paid to run three yards. You're paid to go and make plays. And are these are these players just comfortable in these positions? You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brown in the live chat says maybe he should be like Ocho Cinco and change his name to Benny Escarco. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. All right, so. The next one, the one one for me that I wanted to talk about was uh, one of my absolute favorite players of all time, Derek. What? True. That's another. That's another god. <laughs> you know, funny. to it's, me, it's, it's cuttable, right? Like, like next cool. year, cut him. Maybe we move Claypool to tight end, like the carp pits thing, and you know, move forward. But like, I just, but. Like, I know he does stuff on special teams, but he doesn't do anything on offense. Well, he does less on offense for us than what he did at the Chargers, and the Chargers, <laughs> like, he actually distracted the defense. Like, right now, he may as well just, like, carry the water out onto the team. But that's the key word you bring up there is special, right? A lot of these players we're talking about
1: now are like, what, what is special about them? They're not the, not the TJ Watts of the offense. They're not the Najee Harrises. They're just the, just guys, right? Just guys on the team. Are Maybe the Steelers like okay with...
0: number. 44, it's unlucky. <laughs> to, to which number? I don't know. I don't know a number that makes him perform better. Oh man! Like I, I, I
1: really don't. I, know. I,
0: I, I can't. I can't stand it. I like because the guy looks really nice. A really nice guy, but I, I just I've not seen him oh, do any. Has he?
1: Has he not scored a touchdown yet? I guess he hasn't. Even Roosevelt nick got scored, scored a touchdown. He was fun to watch too. Number forty-five Roosevelt Nick's actually played some good special teams, and he was a good good fullback.
0: You know, and then we cut him. Well, I can tell you. He scored one. T- yeah, no, he did score a touchdown. Remember, he went up the middle last year. No, no idea. He scored one touchdown last year. He had one uh, rush attempt for one touchdown for one year. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: that's more. That's more than Snell. Like, <laughs> hey man, there's there's something going on here because I, I think they need to find a true. You know, they got Najee, but still, you can't run Najee the whole year. I think we all know so, this, and and I think the Steelers are being. Playing well in the year,
0: they need some. They need some option, to depth. See, Sean. Sean raises a good point. Right, is that Derek Watt doesn't do anything for us, although the OC isn't letting him play. Number one, I don't think Ben was playing the, the Matt Canada offense. Number mm-hmm. two, I know that there's like um, and Matt call caught the ISO plays like up the middle. Of that you know, Dave Schofield did a really good, really good podcast on this. Um, on Stat Geek, it was either during the season or just before last year, about I think it was middle of the season, like week six or eight, around the Steelers using the fullback. But the thing is, if you're a good enough player, they'll work you in, right? Like, yes, look at everyone, all the hype around Connor Haywood and what he can do, right? If we didn't have Connor Haywood, like, yeah, let's say we didn't draft Connor Haywood for whatever reason, he got picked up earlier, and we just had Derek Watt. Well, We'd expect Derek Watt to have to fulfill the, some of those roles on the Matt Cannon offense. I, I, if you're a playmaker, you work yourself in, into the scheme. And so I, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't think he does anything for us. I, I just I don't. Maybe know. that's his replacement, though.
1: Maybe Haywood was there to maybe replace Watt for the time being. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure also if the name Watt or Haywood will help these players out because they have brothers in the NFL. Trust. It could do. It very well could do. Like people would say, no, it doesn't at all. There is something there. If you're if you're a Watt and you've got teacher what is your brother, that's helping you be on the team. You know? Yeah. So I don't think they'll cut him. I think they'll use what again this year, maybe for, uh, I'm not even sure when his deal ends, but they'll keep him there, depending how these were fullback. But why don't, why don't why don't you put him out there? Why don't have give Najee Harris a lead blocker and mix it up? You know, mixed you know, up. You know
0: it. what? Also, could have been it—the lack of cohesiveness year in year out on the offensive line could mean that, like, maybe, and particularly if you've got at the center position a young guy like Green, the fullback running through, maybe they didn't trust it all the time. I, I, I don't know.
1: Well, it, at some at some point, if you label yourself as a fullback, I think you need to be out there and playing. But I guess the the NFL isn't going that way as well. We're going more to three wide or five wide, or you know, receivers and throwing the ball around. But I think this offense will be more successful running the football play action. And I think this is, I think it's going to be fun to watch. We probably won't gain too much in preseason, but the first few, you know, month of real football, we're going to see some of these questions we're asking today about Snell, Watt, and Claypool, we're going to see what's happening. And that that's exciting. I think.
0: Yeah. Look, and, and Kathy Ford br- brings up as well, and Sean Mahan follows it up. So, Kathy Ford, you say what percentage of the snaps he's played? He played 6% his first year with the Steelers, 7% the other. the other. And Sean Mahan says, Is there enough room for a fullback when the QB plays in shortcut? Completely agree. I'm not disputing those things. But if this, we're going to start this season, we're going to see the Steelers go run heavy. And if he's not in there, he's not in there. And the thing is, is like, when he played at the Chargers, he did, like, he did play a lot more in the offense and he still didn't really do anything. And I just, but that being said, the guys made like, <laughs> you know, like $20 million or something over his career. So good on him. <laughs> and I know he's one of your favorites. <laughs> that and oh, Marcus Allen.
1: Mar- Can't 10. wait for Marcus Allen next week.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't even, I'm not, I'm not turning up if you're going to talk about Marcus Talent next week. <laughs> All right. You have another player on the list. Um, where else can we go?
1: Where else can we go? So it's like under pressure. I right? always got the most to, most to improve,
0: right? Um, look, look. Do we, do we I, talk about know, and, quarterback? Uh, it'd be easy to talk about Pickett, but like, I, I just, I want to let Pickett just do his thing, you know? Yeah. Do we, do we talk about? I I've know i got a guy. I've got a guy. Who? I, I think Anthony McFarlane Jr. It's oh, now I on am. everybody. You three trip, yards. Three gonna, yards have last you year. You're over tripping over your own feet, or you're going to be able to run the ball.
1: Three. I think he got three yards last year. You and I could get four. I know we got injured and stuff, but still three. I think it was it three yards. I'm pretty sure it was three. Something like that. It was. It was. Is that his career NFL total? No, I think it was – oh, he, we've done it again. You know, we bagged out
0: Gentry. This is, this is the point where he's going to – Good, go let's off. do it. Hey, if you <laughs> and I bag someone out and they ball out, I'm happy to bag anyone. Who do you want me to bag out? Like, Well, McFarlane is the guy that we were promised, I guess,
1: from the tape and the, the, the overhype about the new speedy guy wearing 26. Looks like, you know, uh, super fast, can, can change a pace and all these things and nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. So, we mm-hmm. have Benny still football that can't move behind the line and we have McFarlane who can't. Uh, he, he, he's faster, but falls over his own feet so many times in those runs that he had chances to run. He literally he tripped over his own feet. He's too he was too fast. He was too fast. For, he was too fast for the game. The game's not slowing down for him. He's like, oh, so I think he's another guy that's like, you know, there's there's chances that who's what's he gonna do this year?
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I just I I just want to stay healthy. I want to have good training camp. I want to. You know, just I want to see those flashes we've seen at training camp show through the preseason, and then I want him to get his chance. Like, in the in the um, should they use
1: it? Should they use him more in passing sets? Are they using more in like in? Well, see, they look like they're gonna
0: do that. Remember when like Ben threw on that fourth down to him, and I think that part of that was a surprise, but like you know, and as Eric Askew says, he slips more than a penguin on ice. I mean, like, once he gets it's it's one of those ones where once he catches the ball, what's he gonna do with it? Like, you just kind of think, is he just gonna fall over?
1: this is this is the thing too with McFarlane we, wow, just, we have not is. seen we have not seen him play steal the football because like he's been injured or he's not given a chance or he's not maybe not part of the, the system it's like yeah. they've just been using Najee Harris uh, and before that now they're going to have oh no. to I think
0: and this is the thing that I've, I've you know led to for a while and our Andrew Wilbar thinks the same thing they're going to I know you and I did a show on it before the draft and they're going to have to spend a second or a third round pick on a running back next year and That'd I know that great. sounds like heresy because, like, we've got, you know, Najee, in, you know, um, on a technically five-year, let's assume we take the fifth-year option. But they need someone to back him up, and they need someone that can just go. Like, this league right now, even if you've got a bell cow, you need someone there um, that you can, you know, give the rock to because it just, I mean, look at, look at the damage that, you know, Hunt and Chubb do with with
1: one one two spot. punch man one two punch you need it in the exactly. NFL the season is so long now I know adding the the, the extra game but it does feel like 17 games is a long time and, and then, look it's and gonna be let's,
0: be let's be real in two years it's gonna two or three years it's 18 we're yeah. not gonna get past 2025 and it's gonna be, it'll be 18, and we've
1: man. talked about it too before do, do the, the team start to organize and maybe think about having a quarterback and a, a really good number backup second quarterback right and same with same with a running game you have number one you probably need a really good number two now because of because how long the season's getting. And, yeah. and these guys 100. coming out out of the out of the NFL or, or, or you know, coming out of college. Um, it's I, I think Ooh. I think it's just so interesting because we don't we're not being we just don't know what to expect anymore with like with But also
0: um, like this Oh sorry.
1: Well I was gonna say with like, you know, uh Snell and McFarlane, like we've seen what we've seen, but can they do anything more? It's, well, and this is a hard
0: thing to say with the offensive line. But the thing is, is like, and don't get me wrong, I still think I think they should go really high in the draft next year on a tackle. But like, I even if you're using a Bell Cow running back, you've got to give it to someone like the stats say that Najee is gonna have an injury and he's gonna miss a large proportion of a season within his rookie contract. Like the analytics are there, right? If he doesn't have it, fantastic. But what have you got to lose by getting, particularly running backs like i'm barely being even drafted in the first round now? You could probably get the best running back in the draft in the second round. Like, uh, I just will trade back into the second off the third if you have to. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I think we need that, you know? The,
1: the Steelers definitely do, man. Like, Najee Harris cannot, we, I, I think Najee Harris can be uh, a good running back for a long time, as, as long as he can. If you're going to run him 80%, 85% of the time,
0: Especially it, a running back out of win. Bama, man. A running back out of Bama, like yeah, he's already, he's already done, done those
1: years. yards, done those the hard yards already. Yeah, man, man. Yeah. So, and and I think it makes sense as a football team. Bring it back to a football team. Why can't we have good players at second and third running backs? You know, 100%. like we like we've done in the past. It just seems like well, and and Snow, you know what's really funny. Snow McFarland should be really, really motivated, like really yeah. motivated. They like, shouldn't just allow Najee Harris to go be number one. They should be really pissed off. And you don't hear much about them in the news, do you? That like, you hear Benny's football, but you don't hear anything else. You don't hear them tra- uh, training super hard or whatnot. Well, not that I've seen. They're just guys on the roster. They should be fired up to be like, okay, I'm going to go out this season. My goal this season is to get 500 yards. And I want that. And I'm I'm, I'm talking with the coaches. I'm going in there. And it doesn't seem like it's happening. It's like, it's like okay, we'll let Najee carry the team. And I'm just going to turn up and get my paycheck. Nah, go out yeah. there and win. Go out there and pick the ball up and win. Because cause I don't see I don't have any trust in those two players
0: right now at all. Exactly. I just feel like we're heading into uh Steelers 2019 at the running back position. <laughs> you know, like Lost. I'm hoping not, but like, you know, it's just yeah, I I think it's yeah. And and also, like, you got to think about the running game is not just about getting, like, rush yardage and touchdowns. Of course, it, you know, we want that to be the case, but mm-hmm. like, you bleed the clock dry, right? Yep. Like, and we've got this, this put a defense and they're going to continue to pay the defense, you know, like, I... it's
1: about also right. block, blocking, too, figuring out the schemes of the defense, calling <laughs> out stuff, doing all that stuff. And we just don't see that with those two players. We just don't see that at all. So I'll, I'll be watching them pretty pretty keenly this this preseason because it's either going <laughs> to be run into
0: the wall and you're cut or you're gone. But I don't think they'll cut them up. That's what Ron says. He's like, I hope Tomlin doesn't do to Harris what he did to Willie Parker. Do not run him yeah. into the wall. Like, was Harris too. is a guy that could have a great decade career, but he can't do it all. 100%. Yeah,
1: 100%. Uh, he take, he take, I think he, he, it's like the guy we have for, for Manly's Eagles. Uh, no one knows about him. But uh, Tom Javoyevich, right, our, our fullback. Correct. He's the best player Correct. on the team, right? And we get to a point when we're best leading player in by... the league. Everyone like he won uh, the exactly. MVP last year. He won exactly. the MVP best, last best year, and he played
0: half the games. Like he did the performance of like three wide receivers, like every single game. Like it was it, best guy. The minute he goes down, our team, Manly Seagulls, we're not, we're not as good.
1: And what what the Manly Seagulls do with this player is when he's done, when he's about ten minutes to go before the at full time. The coach takes him off because he's done his job. I would like to see Najee Harris do that. Go into the third exactly. quarter. If exactly. we're up by 17
0: points, bring in hey, still football. If we're up by 12 points, I think you can take him off the field. If you can't have a like, 12 point lead in the fourth, you're yes, silly. You you. If there's like five minutes to
1: go or something like that, right, bring in the second no, guy and the run it out. Like
0: or or plan to have him off the field. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you you know, and then you can bring him back in if you know crap hits the fan. He would be like
1: to have Najee like that to make him a three quarter or three and a half quarter, you know, uh, player. It'd be fantastic. We know we're going to rest him, get him off the field, and then we're all good. I'd rather <laughs> have playing
0: three quarters of a game, right? Even if you take him off the last few, um, you know, the last drive before halftime, and if you if you're receiving the ball the last drive, um, you know, in the in the in the second half, so that he gets like an extended break. I'd rather see him play eighty percent of the snaps in a game or seventy five percent. And play every game and not have to rest him, right? But yeah. if that's if 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 you are the believer that you've got to run the same running back through, it helps with your preparation, whatever. I would be planning to have a game somewhere in the season, particularly maybe you plan that game based on what your rough record would be, and you say this is a game, Naji, that like we're, we're probably going to try and give you a, a you know you know rest you there because mm-hmm. it, it's not a seventeen game season, like for Pittsburgh, like it, it, I don't technically it is. But as a Steel fan, successful season is a Super Bowl. How do you get to the Super Bowl? Like, this is the thing. The Steelers are crumbling and not winning a playoff game for, yes, there are reasons. Like, they, you know, they got outplayed by Jacksonville. They got outplayed by the Browns. But there's also things about managing. I think they've sometimes rested players they probably shouldn't have and they've not rested other players. You've got to do something different. Like, what's the definition of idiocy? It's just doing the same thing and expecting the same result. We're playing an extra game that we we want to move to the running game. He hasn't had the holes open up. What if the offensive line's not as good as it, it's better than last year, but it's not as good as what we all hope? Then Najee will be doing more behind the line of scrimmage again. You can't ask that of him for twenty games. It's it, no, it's not going to work. They're almost just planning to to to
1: try and get to the playoffs, and when they get there, there's no uh, extra plan. It's like, well, that was it, I guess. You know, here <laughs> yeah, we are. And
0: okay, good job, guys. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and it is becoming pretty frustrating. Look, I I still love what Tomlin does, but it is
0: no, it is getting Tomlin. pretty it's frustrating. Not Tomlin, it's not. I don't think that's on Tomlin. I, I he's got a. The other thing is he's got a players that are going to step up and force themselves into the lineup, like, and that's what I meant more with Derek. That's White. true. I think that's there's true. players that we've talked about, like Claypool. You say he's a top three wide receiver? Play like a top three that's wide true. receiver. I'll do that. George Tesson says, I've heard Le'Veon
1: Bell's looking for a partner to play pickleball. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like New South Wales champion. I can do that. Nah,
0: I'm okay. Nah, I think he's going He's going into boxing. Sean <laughs> Manahan brings it up. $5 in the tip jar. Super chat. Biggest reason we've struggled in the playoffs has been injuries to key players. Exactly. Exactly. And that's or why we, do we, don't, we, don't that.
1: we, we don't want that. with We don't want that with Najee Harris near the end too. We don't want to see that. I want to see him healthy go into, into oh, look, the playoffs. We, had him,
0: we, we technically had him half injured. And look what he did half injured, right? Yeah. And we, we you know we did well against the Ravens, and then they, you know, KC was a debacle, right? We can't have that again. No, you gotta
1: you gotta plan for
0: the playoffs, and I, I think this you team imagine how frustrated go- we'll all be at the yeah. end of the season if they lose in the playoffs, and Najee Harris goes down in the first quarter because yeah. Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane Jr can't get it together well
1: there's a question is Benny snow and mcfarland going to be there in the playoffs if we make the playoffs that's uh,
0: that's, a that's a question mcfarland right yeah i i don't know i just I, I i think this is this is a gaping hole on this roster and they've got a, people think it's offensive line people think it's cornerback i mean i am in the cornerback camp <laughs> on defense but like uh, r- running back they need a solution and the name was brought up in the live chat what about Mateo Durant like I hope he proves something but again we, like the NFL is a business right if you take anything from the Acre Shore situation right and it was clear if you listen to that press conference Rooney said it to this as well they talked about why not keep Hines why not do business with a Pittsburgh born company or like a Pennsylvania born company and he sort of Said we had to be competitive with what league sponsorship deals were. We had we had basically we had a minimum and we weren't getting the minimum from people locally, right? Well, are we getting minimum from the people locally on the roster? I'm yeah, not sure well, we are. It's, it's exactly know, the like, same
1: thing. If you said, Oh, you know, hey Mark, we want to sponsor your room, you know, this uh sponsor type A is gonna give you uh 10 million dollars, but uh your uh, type B will give you one million. Who do you gonna choose? Ten million dollars, right? So I I get it, but, uh,
0: but, no, but uh, my overall... point was like the sponsorship, right? If you're not getting out of what you've got, you're not not getting what you need out of your own backyard. You're gonna have to go elsewhere to get it, and we're not getting what we need out of our own backyard when it comes to running game below Najee Harris. Go out and get it.
1: Yeah, and I think the preseason as well for these fellas is gonna be massive. And but we've said that last year, so we'll, I really don't know what to expect because. <laughs> Will they be cut or will we get another guy coming in or a veteran guy coming in from another team? Uh, will the undrafted yeah, free agent step, step up? Is Naji going to be the dude that runs
0: everything at the same time? I just you don't, just want, to of, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be an I told you so. I don't want to be doing a show <laughs> after we lose in the playoffs and doing an I told you so. I, I just I don't want to be doing that.
1: Well, it's like the same scenario how the Steelers never really took advantage of trying to find Stefan to it the whole year, right? And then, and this is a very similar you got to go out there and, and figure exactly. out figure out exactly. figure out who's going to be running back number two because you need that for the football team. It is it going to be getting what involved, your Haywood involved, someone. And but but, I, but I, think I don't does, think, I
0: think that's your third option. I think you, you need someone on that roster that if Najee can't play for four weeks, they're going to run the ball. And I, 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 oh, I so when no. you when you when you
1: talk about run the ball, do you just want do you want the second running back to run twelve times a, a game or fourteen times a game? What's your, what's your I want someone
0: that if Najee goes down, we can have faith in and not cringe every time they get the ball. And I'm not saying I cringe every time the Benny Snell gets the ball, but I know six times out of ten, it's going for a two yard or less gain.
1: Like uh, D'Angelo I mean, Williams used to fill in for uh, uh,
0: Bell, and he, he 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 was his own beast in in, in, in himself. I'm mean, not saying the, that to be the same. Has, there has to be a big running back like Najee either, right? And I do think they'll bring wide receivers into the sweep game. I think Austin's going to offer mm-hmm. stuff at of that role. But you know, we had you know when we had Bettis on the roster with all the different running backs that were on there, we had, had Steeler fans knew that if the other running back was injured, they could probably put Bettis in and get that get enough of the job done, right? Not go backwards. I just don't know whether we're like, look at what Najee had to do to not go backwards last year. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't feel enough like confidence. Um, but Mark, anything else you wanted to talk to before we close out the show for today? No,
1: I think we've uh, we've, we've let half the, half the offense roster know that we want them to improve. So, uh, from two Aussies down under, I hope you do well, but uh, overall. Just I want to see you make a first down, and I want to see
0: you run run more than four yards, please, please. Yeah, I mean, and Sean, look to close that out. Sean says Connor Hangwood was a running back at Michigan State. He was. I, I don't disagree. He's also ran like a four seven three at the combine, and like I don't know, you know, it doesn't mean he's slow, but at the same time, there's a reason why running backs, you know, a getting drafted highly at much higher speeds than that. And he's got to be able to hit holes. But holes have to be open up. I think Connor Haywood's an option, but you can't probably get away with Connor Haywood as the season like through a season if Najee went down in week four for seven games. That, that that's the thing. <sighs> it's all it's all for it's all for
1: Najee, mate. I think this is one big Najee year and we gotta hope we got Naji
0: Najee. Well he's gonna be the captain on the offense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well with that that wraps up this week's Steelers touch. Down Under, I'm Matty Peveral with Marky D as always. Go stealers.
1: Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.